Hi, I'm Kata Panoi and welcome to Crave, the podcast for women who want to change the way they think, feel and act around food and lose weight for life. This is episode number 18 and I'm really, really happy you're here. In this episode, we're going to be talking about diet brain. So if you have got your diet brain switched on, the chances are you won't be losing weight. Or maybe you are losing weight, but you've got that feeling like you are just like really hanging on by a thread, hanging on by your fingernails, hanging on for dear life. We have all been there, so no shame, no judgment. But let's start with what a diet brain is. So I've written this down because it's really kind of important to get. Diet brain is the habitual way of thinking that has been created by the desire to lose weight and creates the desire to lose weight. So I'm going to say that again. Diet brain is the habitual way of thinking that has been created by the desire to lose weight and creates the desire to lose weight. Okay, that's what your diet brain is. So diet brain is really just a way of thinking that actually isn't your natural way of thinking. The thoughts that come with diet brain aren't thoughts that you were born thinking. They're thoughts that you learned how to think along the way. And you learned how to think them because of the culture that you grew up in, like who you were friends with, what your mother thought or didn't think about weight or her weight or your weight or other people's weight, um, comments you've heard in the past from your aunties or teachers, things you've read in magazines, things you've seen in magazines. I don't know about you, but I grew up reading Dolly and Cleo and Cosmo and there was enough diet brain culture in there to last me a lifetime. Um, things that teachers say, things that you learned in health class. If you're of a certain age, maybe you're like me and watched MTV or, um, oh man, what, I don't know what everybody watches these days, but like MTV was what I was watching when I grew up. TV, YouTube, Oh my gosh, when I say TV, what pops into my mind is Friends. Like Friends was huge while I was growing up and those women were little. This isn't to say that teeny tiny women make you, that there's anything wrong with women who are really small or really thin or really slim or anything like that. But there's a whole culture around what it means to be a certain size. You learn diet brain through YouTube through TikTok, through Instagram, through Facebook, and whatever the heck else is going to come next, I don't know. And of course, you learn diet brain through diets. So, like we're swimming in this culture that has created this way of thinking. Diet brain is what has you thinking you need to lose weight. And the way to do it is through changing your diet in some way. Changing the food that goes in your mouth. If you're thinking that you need to change the way that you eat, then you are in diet brain. Diet brain has you on the lookout for what you should be eating, what you could be eating, and how you can be losing weight. Diet brain holds up weight loss, holds up teeny tiny little as the holy grail. And she says, change what you eat and you too can lose weight. If you just got more motivated, if you just had more willpower, if you just stick to this plan then you can lose weight. All you need to do is do this diet and you'll lose weight. But diet brain misses the point. Diet brain misses the point because weight loss is actually a natural consequence of relearning or listening to the language of your body. 
diet brain tries to force you to lose weight, but she doesn't realize that weight loss is what your body does when you are listening to her cues. The thing about diet brain is she doesn't really understand how to lose weight. So her tools are force, control, manipulation, deprivation. She gets you to go on a diet and she promises you if you do these things, if you do this diet, then you will lose weight. So diet brain is really desperate for weight loss, but she doesn't really understand that it's not that hard. And I know you might be thinking, whatever, Kate, it's really hard. I've been trying to lose weight for a long time and it's really hard. If you have had that experience, then like me, you have probably been in diet brain mode. But diet brain is not your friend. Diet brain comes from a $60 billion diet industry. And the thing about a $60 billion industry, it seems like, wow, it must be like it's such a successful thing. Everybody must want one. No. Nobody is buying a diet because they love being on a diet or they really want a diet. People buy diets because their last diet didn't work or because they lost weight but then they couldn't keep it off, which means their diet didn't work. It's not, I'm going to say it again, it's not that you're not motivated or that there's something wrong with you or that you're lacking willpower. It's that diets and diet brain get you into a certain way of thinking that doesn't support your weight loss. This way of thinking doesn't create weight loss. Diet brain doesn't make you lose weight. She promises weight loss, but the results are very, very seldom actual, true, lasting, sustainable weight loss. And this way of thinking is this diet brain isn't your brain. It's a brain that's kind of been imported. We know that it's not your natural way of thinking because so many women say the same things like it's a pattern of thinking so if you've heard people say oh I'm being really good or oh I'm just going to be a bit naughty or I really shouldn't oh I messed up my diet I deserve a treat these aren't things that you naturally think they're a it's a system of thinking it's a pattern of thinking that you have learned how to think And the problem with diets is that they disconnect you from yourself. They disconnect you from your body. They disconnect you from the inside wisdom, your body's wisdom that is unique to you. And this wisdom that your body has is actually the key to your weight loss. And when you're in diet brain, you cannot hear it. People buy diets because their brain has been switched into this diet mode. People, nobody wants another diet book on their shelf. Nobody wants to like, you know, find another app or find another program or anything else they buy their stuff because their brain is in diet brain mode and it has you thinking all I need to do is just lose some weight and then I'll be sorted diet brain has us thinking things like the faster we lose weight the better like all you need to do is just like eat really minimally for the next few weeks eat clean eat healthy do a couple of fasting days And then you can go back to a more normal way of eating. Like just do this for a little while, just to lose those kilos before the party, the birthday, that event, whatever. The thing, I just like, think about this. Diet brain, where you are at right now, if you are feeling like you need to lose weight, wanting to lose weight, not able to lose weight, struggling to lose weight, diet brain has got you to that point. I want you to really think about that. Diet brain has created 
the current results you have. She hasn't helped you. She has hurt you. And her thought patterns keep you stuck in hell. And just like, remember, they're not your thought patterns. It's a pattern of thinking that you've kind of learned how to think. So I've written a list of things that Diet Brain says because I want you to kind of hear. And it's, it's a long list. So Diet Brain says things like, you have got to lose weight. You shouldn't eat that. You need to go on a diet. I need to go on a diet. I need to make healthier choices. I should know better. I should know better. It wasn't the best choice. I'm being good. Oh, I'm being so naughty, but I'm just going to have. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin my diet. Oh, I've messed it up. I've ruined it. I'll start tomorrow. It doesn't matter. I'll just finish it. Who cares? Who cares? I'm just going to have it. It doesn't matter now. It's okay. I've been at the gym. I can have a treat. It's the weekend. It's Friday. It's Christmas. I've had a long day. I deserve a treat. I deserve a treat. I'll just eat really lightly tomorrow. I just need to lose weight and then I'll go back to eating normally. I don't know what to do. Nothing works. I have to lose weight. I just need to stop eating so much. I shouldn't. I can't say no to chocolate. It's so tempting. I've got a sweet tooth. I'm a foodie. I love food. I don't want to miss out. I just want to eat normally. I just want to eat like a normal person. I don't want to be so obsessed about food all the time. I just want to like eat normally. I'll just have this and then I'll start my diet. I've got to stop snacking. What if I put the weight back on? I can't mess this up. I'll probably mess this up. It's only a matter of time. I don't want to lose too much weight. Why can't I lose weight? I always fail. The weekend was a blowout. I fell off the bandwagon. I'm off track with my eating. I'm so sick of this. I'm so useless. What is wrong with me? Let me ask you this. Has your diet brain ever got you where you want to go? Have any of those thoughts ever helped you create lasting weight loss results? My guess is if you're listening to this, the answer is no. It's like diet brain is this friend of me and it seems like she wants you to lose weight. It seems like she's got your best interest at heart. But when you look at the results that you have and how her voice has made you feel and act, she's been sabotaging you from the inside out for years. It's honestly, it's like diet brain is the perfect crime because diet brain disguises herself as your voice. So when you hear her talking, it sounds like the truth. It's not like a weird, um, I don't know, like a Dr. Evil voice or something. <laughs> you must lose weight or any of that kind of rubbish. It's your voice and it sounds right and you believe her when she talks. She says, I've got to lose weight. And you believe her. She says, it's the weekend. I deserve a treat. And you agree with her. She says, I'll start on Monday. And you trust her. You trust that she's actually going to start on Monday and you'll lose weight. If Diet Brain was your friend, if she was genuinely helpful, if she was right, she would have helped you create lasting results ages ago. If Diet Brain was your friend, she would actually tell you the truth, as all friends do. So what does the truth sound like? A brain that's on your side and telling you the truth is so different from a diet brain. So I'm just going to like, I'm going to outline things that a brain that tells the truth a brain that's not a diet brain would say so that you can hear the difference. 
So a brain that's not a diet brain, a brain that's telling the truth, says things like, are you hungry? What do you want to eat? Have you had enough? How are you feeling? Hmm, what just happened? What are you needing right now? What would actually help? Hmm, I love how I feel when I enjoy my meals. I know exactly what to do. I wonder why I want this. What is this craving really about? What's the most loving thing I can do for myself right now? What do I need to know in this moment to feel peace? What is my body really asking for? Can you feel the difference? A brain that is not a diet brain creates this. She creates this freedom for you to listen to your body's cues she creates this freedom to like to eat what you want to eat, when you want to eat, and how much you want to eat. There's no like measuring or counting or guessing or like making a perfect like you know. There's none of that. There are no rules or regulations to follow, except to start tuning in with your body's guidance. When a diet brain isn't in charge, you can hear your body. You can hear the truth. And the way to know if you're hearing truth is you'll feel calm. You'll feel peaceful. You'll feel free. You'll feel open-hearted. You'll feel loved. There'll be like this, when diet brain's in play, diet brain feels frantic. It feels pressured. It feels stressed. It feels like there's this rushing kind of energy or it's not a nice energy to be living with in your body. When diet brain is not there, You'll feel this freedom. It'll feel like a ka-chunk, like you're kind of landing in your body. It'll feel like, ah, oh, okay, I can breathe again. So a lot of women I talk to tell me that they want the freedom to eat whatever they want, whenever they want. And honestly, this is why diets fail, because they restrict your freedom. You're looking for a feeling of freedom through restriction. Diets promise you that you'll feel the freedom of being thin and slim and small by restricting what you eat. So the way to freedom is not through depriving yourself. The way to freedom is through freedom. When you listen for the truth that your body provides, when you're listening for your body's yes and moving towards that, like when, and when I say a body yes, it's that feeling of ka-chunk freedom yes yes please more of this when you're listening for your body's yeses and you're moving towards that then you actually create the freedom to eat whatever you want so let me just clarify this a little bit because freedom to eat whatever you want doesn't mean that you're gorging yourself and eating everything inside and you're like yeah I can eat chips I can eat ice cream I'm having you know a chocolate bar for lunch and a I don't know, a Coke spider for afternoon tea. Like that's not what this means. It actually usually means the opposite. If you have the freedom to eat whatever you want, it means you take delight in the small, simple pleasures. The first sip of your coffee, the colors in your meal, the texture of a perfect rice pudding, the explosion of flavor when you get exactly the right cheese with exactly the right wine. Or you've been collecting cockles and and you bring them home and you 
cook them and they're just so incredibly delicious. That is the freedom that you'll feel when you're able to eat with freedom. When you really eat exactly what you want, you create a free body that's free to move, like the freedom to movement in any way she wants. And she's feel free to feel a full range of emotions. When you are truly free, food is heavenly. And at the same time, it is no big deal. And you can eat whatever you want when you are truly free. When you're free to eat whatever you want, if you believe that you're free to eat whatever you want and you're gorging yourself and telling you can eat, you can eat anytime, anywhere, anything, and you are overdoing it all the time and gaining weight and feeling stuck, that is not freedom to eat. That is, that is wanting the freedom to eat but actually being stuck in food hell. So most of the women I talk to want to feel free from the feelings they're currently feeling. You know what? I think this freedom podcast is actually going to have to be a new podcast. But anyway, you get what I'm saying here, I think. The freedom to eat whatever you want comes from a free mind. It comes from a brain that is not a diet brain, that's not thinking, I have to lose weight, I need to eat healthier, I've got to make better choices. That is your diet brain in action. If you want to lose weight, a, a brain that helps you lose weight isn't at all interested in what diet you're on or what diet you should be on or what diet your friend's on or how, you know, Susie down the street lost weight. She's interested in helping you listen to your body and move towards your body's yeses. Sorry. So freedom comes from listening to your body's wisdom and your body is always pointing you in the direction that's right for you to facilitate, to create your own freedom. So what is a yes? Honestly, this could be its own podcast, but let's go, let's just touch on it a little bit. A yes, when your body says yes to something, it's the feeling of freedom, a feeling of peace, a feeling of clarity, a feeling of love when you are on the right path for you. So our bodies are always communicating to us. They're always saying, mm, yes, please, more of this. Like, oh, that feels good. Yes, go in this direction. And they're also giving us no's. They're like, mm, no, no, thank you. And these feelings are emotional and physical. Like they're actually felt experiences in our body. So to give you an example, my yes in my body feels like my heart sort of opens up and I get a warm feeling. I actually smile. I actually smile when I get a yes. And I feel this at home feeling in my body, like a bubbly or tingly kind of feeling in my chest I often feel energized or really peaceful I just kind of feel myself rest and go ah yeah I feel safe the thing is when like you would never sabotage yourself your body would never ever ever do that to you it's she is always working for your for the best thing for you diet brain on the other hand she sabotages you all day long. She's so sneaky, you don't even know she's there. You don't even hear her because she sounds like you, but she is not you. She is an import. So when diet brain's there, she off, like the things she says make me feel like give me a no in my body. So you kind of know when you're in the diet brain because you get this 
heaviness, like a closing in, a stuck, shrinking, um, sort of dark feeling, like there's a weight on your chest or, or a weight on your shoulders or you're just feeling weighed down or there's a pit in your stomach or a heaviness or, an, or like a hollowness in your stomach and maybe even a sick feeling in your stomach. Um, nose kind of feel like a sinking feeling or a withering, like there's no light and everything feels hard or like you're being held down. So like, and this is in varying degrees, it might not feel like the end of days kind of situation, but if you're feeling a no in your body, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. So to me, like if you, like I've described to you what my yes feels like, a no feels like there's kind of a heaviness on my chest and sometimes it feels like there's a almost like a black hole, um, like I'm stuck or like I'm like I'm turning to stone is the best way I can think about it. So a no from my body is my body saying, hey, don't go this way. This is the wrong direction. So if you are listening to your diet brain and she's saying, you've got to lose weight. I'll start Monday. Just have this. Who cares? Have a treat. It's the weekend. Um, any of the things that I said before, if you're thinking those things and they make you feel lit up, alive, amazing, full of energy, like free and loved and bubbly and wonderful, if those sorts of thoughts make you feel that way, then carry on and keep thinking them. But for the most part, what I find is those kinds of thoughts do not make people feel good. They make you generally those kinds of thoughts are a no from your body. So what you want to do is notice how many times a day can I catch myself, how many times a day can I kind of catch myself feeling the results of my diet brain. So what I mean when I say this is like how many times do you feel guilty about a food choice, ashamed, sad, regretful, frustrated or deprived or irritated or agitated or angry. If these emotions feel like, usually these emotions feel like a no in your body, they're not beautiful emotions to feel they're not they're not what you want more of in your life and when you're feeling a no in your body what you want to do is take a look around and find out hmm is diet brain anywhere to be seen like can I spot my diet brain right here so how many times do you feel yourself really wanting something but not allowing yourself to have it does deprivation feel like a yes or a no to your body check in am I in diet brain how often do you deal with intense cravings or trying to stick to a plan or telling other people you're, oh, I'm just being healthy or I'm losing weight at the moment or I'm not doing that anymore. Oh, no, I can't have that. This isn't on my plan. I'm just not eating this way until I'm losing the weight. Like how many times a day do you kind of find yourself in different aspects of diet brain? If you are in diet brain, she will have you feeling anxious, stuck and agitated around food. She'll have you trying to eat perfectly and then like just totally throwing the baby out with the bathwater if you put a toe out of line. So you know what I mean. She is the one who says like, oh, you've eaten one biscuit. Well, you might as well have the rest to hell with it. And you end up finishing the whole packet. Ah, diet brain is not your brain. Okay, I'm just going to repeat that. This is not your brain. She is a pattern of thinking that that you've grown up around and it just sort of is insidious it just seeps into your brain so it feels like it's your brain but it's not 
And when we listen to our diet brain, we always lose to her because she is not designed to help you lose weight. If she was designed to help you lose weight, she would have done it by now. You would have lost weight by now. So diet brain, like how do you get rid of her? (laughs) You can't just stop thinking these thoughts. I mean, maybe you are able to, but generally I find that's not the case. So what I find works is you have to spot her first. So go back to those examples that I just gave you, like how many times a day can you spot yourself feeling guilty, agitated, worried, anxious, nervous, frustrated, upset, angry around food? The thing is you have to spot your diet brain in action and you can't change what you can't see. So you have to see your diet brain before you can do anything about her. So look for the moments. When do you feel bad, stressed, pressured, guilty, worried? Any of those really difficult emotions. When do you feel those things around food? And notice, what am I thinking? What is my brain telling me right now? Is my diet brain in action? Once you've spotted your diet brain, all you need to do is point it out to yourself. You don't need to go, oh shit, I'm in diet brain. Oh no, what am I going to do? No, 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 no. We don't want to like get anxious about diet brain. So what we need to do is get really curious about her. So, oh my gosh, I'm feeling worried at the moment because my diet brain is in action. Isn't it interesting that she's showing up right now? I wonder if, like, I wonder if my diet brain, if this thought that I'm thinking, like, you know, you might find you're thinking, I've got to lose weight. If you find you're thinking, I've got to lose weight, Hmm, isn't that interesting? That's not my thought. That's a diet brain thought. I wonder if this thought's really helping me. You want to get more curious. Is this diet brain, is this thought, I've got to lose weight? Is this bringing me peace or stress? Is this a yes or a no from my body? Is diet brain, is me thinking I've got to lose weight? Is this helping me create the results that I want in my life? Is she helping me or is she hurting me? Does thinking I've got to lose weight feel loving to me? Am I feeling closer to freedom or further away from freedom? What might be possible if you weren't listening to your diet brain all the time? I'm just going to say that one more time. I want you to imagine what might be possible. Who might you be if you weren't listening to diet brain all the time? The more curious you get about a question like that, the more... the the easier it is for your diet brain to switch off. So like, hmm, if I didn't think with my diet brain, I wonder if I'd actually lose weight. I wonder if I'd more quickly be able to lose weight. Like I know that seems like you're kind of just moving back into another form of diet brain, but well, yeah, I guess I guess <laughs> like a set like but the goals the goalpost starts to shift. Like it starts to become less about losing weight. And more about like what would happen if I didn't have my diet brain. Because diet brain has made it impossible for you to lose weight. And so what we want to do is make it possible. Because weight loss, weight itself isn't actually a problem. It's just a symptom of what, you know, something else that's kind of going on. And what it's really, like one of the symptoms, like something that it is showing you is your diet brain in action. So that's really what we're talking about here is you can't make yourself stop thinking these thoughts, but you can start to recognize them as foreign, as not your thoughts. 
And it might like, once you recognize, oh my gosh, these aren't my thoughts. It starts to feel weird when you see them. Like, why would I keep inflicting these thoughts on myself? These, these aren't my thoughts. I don't want to keep thinking this way. And when you start to realize how bad they make you feel, you naturally sort of start to move away from them. You stop investing in them. And when you stop investing in them, then they lose their hold over you. And you create space for something way more interesting, which is the language of your body. And your body is deeply passionate about your freedom. And not your freedom to eat donuts and lollies all day. Your body doesn't actually want that. Your body wants, she's taking you, she has a pathway to for you to be you. For you to be the freest, happiest, most comfortable, confident, beautiful version of yourself. And when I say beautiful, I don't mean thin. I mean beautiful. I mean just you. When you are you and you're in your energy, you're so radiant. She wants you to move towards more yeses more often. The thing is, if there was one right diet out there, like they would have discovered it. Everybody would be doing it. It would be done. It would just be, it would not be a thing. But everybody's bodies are so unique and so different. And when you stop believing in the diet brain's um, idea about how you should need to lose weight, when you stop, like when diet brain, when you stop investing in her, you become a master at listening to your own body and leaning into her language and following her guidance. And that's when your goal, which, you know, for all these years or however long has been weight loss, that's when that just kind of becomes the icing on the cake. That's when weight loss just sort of naturally happens. When you fall in love with listening to your body and moving towards your body's yeses, that becomes the goal. Like, how closely can I listen to my body? How good can I feel? How many more yeses can I feel? Then weight loss is just this thing that naturally happens. So the key to losing weight is losing your diet brain. I'm going to say that one more time. The key to losing weight is losing your diet brain. So lovely. If you want to lose your diet brain and you want to reconnect your body's wisdom, hopefully you've found this episode helpful and you can see your diet brain in action, which remember is the first step in creating change. But if you want to do this work more intimately, if you want to come back into alignment with yourself and you want to reconnect your body's wisdom and have that weight loss sort of start to happen more naturally, then there are a couple of things you can do and there are a couple of ways you can work with me. So I offer a group coaching program called Crave, which is open to a small number of women and runs for 10 weeks. The next group is going to be starting on the 2nd of May, 2022. So that's happening. You can find information about that on my website, www.katapanui.com. Or you can just email me. I'll drop my email into the show notes. Um, or you can sign up to work with me one-to-one. -one. Some women don't feel comfortable in a group. There are so many advantages to working with a group. And there are so many advantages to working one-to-one. -one. And, you know, whatever's right for you will be obvious to you. So if you're confused about like, mm, I want to work with Kate, but I don't really know which one I want to do, then you can always do a free consultation with me before you make any choices. And this way you can really get a sense of like what it would be like to have a coach. You can start to see where your obstacles are and like, you know, where your diet brain is in play and where your belief systems are and how we might work together 
to overcome you know whatever's going on for you specifically so that you can reach your goals and be they goals of losing weight or be they goals of reconnecting to your body so if you like this episode if you want to know more about how to lose weight and how to work with me and getting the results you want then you can email me hello at katapanui.com um, I'll drop that email in my show notes and yeah that's all I've got for you this week lovelies so have a great week uh, don't hesitate to be in touch and I look forward to seeing you very soon <music>